Thank you guys for tuning in. This is Fosa bringing you the spotlight where we're putting everything here to leave you inspired to be empowered. I am your host, Crystal Boyd. What a joy it is to be here each and every time I'm here. Man, that's brand new. Yeah. Today is the day the Lord has made. We will rejoice and be glad in it. I sure you hope that you are too. Today's topic is a beautiful, beautiful topic. I got to get some microphone action right. I am trying to make sure everything sounds just right, you know, or at least close to it as possible. Um, I'm thinking about the Olympics. I know I've talked about this in other micro episodes, but it's really real this time because I believe when I spoke about it before, it was brief. And, but these, like this Olympic has been, this year's Olympic, it has been really interesting (laughs) to say the least, you know, from, you know, Simone participating and, um, just some other people that had to get cut out of the race. You know, I don't want to go there. I just want to focus on the more positive note, you know, but I do know about the Olympics and I know that it's been going on for quite some time, but, um, are you showing up for your own Olympics? Yeah. Your own Olympics, not the one that's held up against the world, but your own Olympics. And I did a little bit of research because, you know, just jumping into this topic made me think about this even more in depth beyond, you know, my little experience in it because um, that's just what it is. So I just wanted to know more about it. So I come across this material that's talking about Olympic state of mind. I'm like, well, what do we have here? We're actually on to something, I think. And that hit the nail on the head. Yeah, um, that's huge. So some of the things that they were just talking about is just the mindset that you have to have in order to participate, in order to even be a part of the Olympics. Like, what is that type of mindset? And that's something that I previously discussed. But because it's actually really relevant today, I just want to take the subject matter and let's talk about this in more depth. Let's just peel back the layers. So um, my experience with Olympics, now I'm not, <laughs> I'm not the, I'm decently athletic. So let me just put that there. I'm decently athletic, meaning I'm not just, you know, there's, there's no way I can think about physically performing in the Olympics, but in my Olympics, oh my goodness, okay, I can show up and I can show out and I can win First place, second place, third place, bronze, gold, silver, and bring them all home, you know? And I hope that you all do too. So let's just think about our own Olympics and how that may go for you. I feel like I'm competing right now, but I'm not going to talk about this experience. I'm going to talk about the one beforehand. And that's the time I told you I'm working in Houston, um, professional services firm, you know, your typical full-time work. And I have it on my mind to go back to school to finish my bachelor's degree 
And I think at that time I wasn't even thinking about a master's. But back in 2005, I was going to ASU. Shout out to ASU, the wolves that are down there in Jonesboro. Yeah, so um, I got on academic suspension. I didn't tell that last time. But I think this is really relevant so we can see how things work over a period of time. So I transfer a couple of other schools. Bam, I'm really tired. So now I'm like, let me get my stuff together, go back to school, actually finish. And, you know, in the midst of this, I'm really feeling like accounting is my calling. When I was ASU, I was taking accounting, but I did so bad, it made me change my whole mind. Okay, so I finally graduated with my bachelor's degree in business administration. And it was fulfilling, but not necessarily as fulfilling as I feel like it would have been with accounting. But nonetheless, I have done something. And wow, just thinking back when you actually say that out loud, it kind of puts you in a place. But yeah, so I go on to um, continue the bachelor's degree. Bam, I have to go for my master's because I'm like, it's just not hitting the spot. So I started going to my uh, master's degree um program first day of school you know you get some buddies you know you all talk about your major how many hours that you have all that good stuff so I tell them about it and a lot of people are taking like part-time almost full-time but I'm taking 12 hours on a master's degree program and they're like Crystal what are you doing and I'm like well I'm running my own Olympics <laughs> and that's what I was saying, you know. I just thought about it, though. It just made me think how much you put into that moment that comes there that shows, like, your defining moment, like, how much you went through to get there. And since 2005, like, I've been going through the most, even going to school. And I feel bad even saying that because it was, like, 10 years later for me to get all my stuff together. Not better late than never, but, hey, it happened. And throughout that time, I'm just like, I can see how much that would have been more beneficial back then for me to stick to that path. But now I have another chance. I have a second chance to make that happen. So yeah, I'm going to show up and I'm going to show out. Like this is my time. And not only that, I spoke with a professor before I had enrolled just to get an idea of what the courses would be like so I can just be that much more prepared. And he mentioned, he was like, you know, Honestly, what's going to get you through is your passion, how much you love what you do, how much you bring into the table, how much this really means to you. And it was amazing because I was just like, I really haven't heard a professor speak like that with so much wisdom, so much inspiration, but yet it was short and sweet. And I took that with me and I'm like, well, you know, that still is a part of the game. It is a part of the game literally be passionate about what it is that you're pursuing and yeah I had to deal with some very little sleep waking up early going to bed late but that's all a part of it and I was willing to sacrifice that and that's part of I think the mindset of Olympian you guys have to if you haven't researched this I'm just going to name a few things that Olympians have to do in order to be prepared to run their race, okay? They have to stick to a very strict diet because their diet is really connected to their fitness 
you know, it's certain things that they can't eat a lot of, like, so they have to have a very strict diet. And this is discipline at its finest. They have to work out often. I mean, like, more than five times a week. They may take maybe one day off on average, but they are very much into and having to work out all the time. It's just necessary to com- to be able to compete at your finest, um, I guess, fitness or, you know, place. Like, you have to be in the ideal condition to perform like that. So that's one. That's a couple of things, right? We said nutrition. We said the... Um, being active, making sure that you're working out. But let's just think about the things that's behind the scenes on those things. I think one of those things is you have to be focused. You have to be goal-oriented. You know, you can't be focused without that. What is it that you're actually trying to achieve? Yeah, yeah. I mean, as obvious as it may seem, Sometime in life, I don't believe we're focused like we need to, like we should be. And the greater, the greater amount that we do focus, the greater ability we have to really nail what it is that we're just trying to go after, what we're targeting. Motivation. I think when um, I think about motivation and this mindset of an Olympian, I'm imagining that they know how this could impact, how how they know that this will have an impact, whether it's just for their lives, whether it's just to be a good role model. Um, recently, I heard that surfing is a part of the Olympics now, and it was so um, interesting to find that someone was able to compete, but before, I'm sorry, I don't know the gentleman's name, but before he had like broke a leg, all this, but he had literally been surfing since he was three to four years old. His dad exposed it to him early, he caught on, and what do you know, like he's he's been a surfer all his life. And he stays in California. So it's not even based on seasons. Like he's pretty much probably going year round. Hopefully I'm not a meteorologist. Um, Times I went to California, it was really cold. I don't know how he makes that work year round. But let's just say he does it often. And even if he's probably not surfing, I'm pretty sure he's active. But nonetheless, the motivation and knowing that it was an impact, knowing that it meant something to his family, knowing that they probably have so many family members that are surfers it's it's just resonates and oh my gosh that's a dream for him so good for him being able to associate um being able to associate with this olympic state of mind because i know it took that to even be able to be considered and next up inspiration when i think about my mindset in my olympics is what is my inspiration And for me, the utmost and the least most is accomplishing God's purpose for my life. Like, I don't feel like it is coincidence that I was exposed to a lot of the things that helped me to know I have the skills to even be an accountant. And that was good. I started doing taxes when I was 16. I started doing them professionally by the time I was 19. And I just was able to read the IRS language 
uh, legal terminology and it just seemed to be really, really fluid to me. I didn't really have to think about what does this say, even though they try to twist you up. I still was able to um, decipher and understand clearly what the language was saying in order to um, fill out taxes. Because if you guys have any idea about publications and being able to look at the tax laws, the codes, the IRS codes, you know that it takes a lot to understand that. It does. But, um, and that was just through me talking to other people. Initially, and me just looking at it, it wasn't a lot to put that together. Nonetheless, God has shown me that that was a part of my life. And I know that part of my passion and my drive, motivation, all of these things thrive from that source of inspiration. Like, I don't want to complete this race of life without fulfilling things that God has put on my heart, that he's shown me that, hey, Crystal, this is something I want you to do. Yeah. So that's how I feel. I hope this has been something inspirational. And you know what? It leads to that empowerment, that, that inspiration that leads to empowerment. We're all about that. If you haven't done so already, be sure you like, you share, you subscribe, you comment, and not to mention, go on our website, check out our material, www.fosa.company. Sign up for our newsletters, um, other inspirational things. Um, You also can check out the apparel, accessories. It's always such a pleasure to talk about these things. You know, it means the world to me to just do my best to make a difference, to contribute little bit by little bit. Whatever I got, hey, I'm all about that one. May not be for the 99, but I'm sure it reached one person and makes a difference. It's been well. Until next time, I'm your host, Crystal Boy. Have the best one.